1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Uh. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. You aren't going to find anything else like it. They are our sponsors because I own three of them, and I truly believe in this machine. I truly believe in the people that work there and the product. Uh, Mention Coach Unplugged, and they will give you $400 off. Just say, Coach Collins sent me. to, to pick an offense, if you're looking for anything, it's got it there for you. As I hit my microphone, oh, well. Um, it you know, And it also helps us pay the bills, helps us keep all these podcasts, um, the High School Hoops and 5-Minute Basketball Coaching podcasts, and Funnel Down and all these things free to you. Um, teachhoops.com is what pays the bills and keeps the lights on. So um, we'd love if you went over and checked that out. And let's head off to the podcast.
2: What am I going to do tell the guys they're not playing hard enough? Right. I'm like – Hey, we just got to figure out a way to win. We just, just got to figure yeah, out. Yeah,
0: that's the key. Is when the ball's not going in the hoop, how can you win? Because <laughs> at some point, here, there's two things on a on a tournament trail that's going to happen. The balls you're either going to get a bad whistle, or the ball's not going to go in the hoop like it should. If you're going to win the whole thing, at some point on the trail. That's why I don't really worry about officials as much as I used to. Because at some point you're going to get hosed on officials, and or the ball's not going to go in the hoop. You got to win that game, <laughs> and then and because that might be that uh, of the you know eight games you got to you got to win that game because it's going to happen. Um, they're going to tighten up. The ball's not going to go in. The officials are going to hose you. Whatever it is.
3: Um, That's interesting as that you say that because my team completely folds when one mistakes made one mistake turns into two turn two turns into a whole snowball effect and then by then uh i mean i complete my guys seem to fold and you know i try to drill it in and drill it in and guys i mean if you're coming if you're playing underneath me you're not quitting until that last buzzard sounds but i mean the best players just they get all emotional and pouty, and I can't. You know, I try coaching it out of them, but man, they just—they are how they are. And I've literally been struggling with that my entire my entire career at Anna.
0: I think one of the things that 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 I've learned too is don't over. You can overcoach. You can really overcoach. Um, even when you don't have talent, you can overcoach. Um, so there's that fine line between giving them enough to, but not too much. It's that there's this line that you got to kind of walk. Um, and it's not necessarily
2: an easy one, but. Steve, and here's a great book to read. This, I already told you about this one, Steve, in, our, in the interview did podcast, 48 Laws of Power, just totally about psychologically manipulating people. Tons of hey, all right. My wife just <laughs> bought me the, uh, the mastery one too, which she has okay, like three you or think, four what's books.
0: the name of it? I'm gonna see if it's on Audible because I don't read much.
2: 48 Laws of Power. This is the one that you couldn't believe the number of reviews it had. It's like oh, yeah. one of the most famous books they has been in leadership, but it's very controversial. Everybody either hates it, but it's got a lot of good psychological stuff of like how to manipulate people, not all bad, okay. but like how to, I think. <laughs> I was, co- say, I was gonna try it on my wife later this week <laughs> yeah. see how that goes <laughs> there's also a 48 laws of seduction by the same oh. by the same author mm-hmm. but um, the it's all about like how do you get people to buy in how like and it's a ton of history stuff it is a really hard read it is not super easy
0: it's Robert Green
2: yeah and it's, it's uh
0: audible it's a there are great coaching thousand reviews on audible it's 23 hours. Yeah, it's yeah. longer yeah. than Brock's book almost.
3: Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like a Bible. It's a lot like a
2: Bible. Yeah. And I mean, there's right, I'm gonna not buy, only I'm gonna buy it. I'm like, gonna I'm buying it right now in Audible. So. There's uh library. <laughs> there's also like every page has stuff written on the sides of the pages, so it's like from it, yeah, it's just but it's like you can look at something like I even sometimes just browse the chapters and look at things, and it's like how to control your boss or like, and not necessarily all in a bad way. And then they go through ways to reverse it. But a lot of it's like the psychological stuff that you have to do to be a good coach. Like, how do you get your kids to practice hard on a Saturday morning eight o'clock practice or a tough game or like, well, you're talking about your kids are folding. My team is really good this year, their whole junior year, same story. We found a way to lose every year. And, I mean, that's the good thing about becoming a senior, but hopefully it wasn't seniors that were doing that. You know, you'd be a lot better, but just that year of maturity or whatever. And, I mean, there were there were so many times that I would even reference that this year. I'm like, hey, guys, remember last year when we were up 12 versus this team when they were better than us? And then they just beat the crap out of us in the second half. I'm like, that's exactly what we're going to do to them this half. They bought in. Like, I've, I've just quit telling my kids we're not playing hard enough. Like, very rare do I say that. Like, it's, it's – because, like, I'm not playing kids that don't play hard. Like, that's that's one of my biggest things. Like, All I right. hate that when people are like, we just didn't play hard enough. The Bulls said that after one game. Are you kidding me? Wendell Carter, like, you, you think playing hard was the reason why you guys lost your first game in the NBA? Well, it's like,
0: like telling a kid to be a leader and not telling him what a leader is. It's like if I'm I, I'm not going to tell you to play hard unless I tell you what playing hard means. Like, <laughs> and it's like playing hard means you shouldn't you, you should actually have a drip of sweat on your forehead. Like are you-
2: <laughs> closing out like thirteen times in the fourth quarter, right? You know, like stuff that they don't just always get.
3: And, and a lot of times, playing hard is is misconceived as hesitation of really not knowing what they're supposed to be doing a lot of times so it's usually a lot uh that I didn't explain something right or that's what i found i watch film a lot so i can <laughs> i get to see uh, films are a
0: great lesson uh, oh, it, it, films great
3: the only way cuz they'll they'll just watch themselves you know, i mean it's it's perfect with this generation of player yeah you know?
0: it is i i'm just not a big it's so hard to scout on film i, I other than the statistics, statistics is good, but I just got to, I have to see people in person. I just like,
3: yeah, you can't. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, cause I, yeah, you man, can't really so scout. Hard. Yeah, it's, it's
0: hard just, to tell how tall they are, how quick they are. I mean, you can kind of tell, but it's like, you can't, you can't
2: really tell. Um, or at least I can't, maybe I'm old, but. Yeah. That's what we didn't get to. I, I don't, I think I only got to scout like three teams all oh, because we went to 31 games. Like, everybody plays Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Like, there were only, like, three Saturdays we didn't play the whole year. We had a couple of Fridays. Oh, God, you don't
0: even get to see people then, yeah.
2: But it does drive me nuts, the same stuff Steve's talking about with height and, like, just how quick they are. And and, Yeah, you got
0: to find a really good scout then at that point.
2: It does make it easier to lie to my own team, I think, (laughs) like when I talk.
0: (laughs) I tell like, them I say I'll never good. lie to you. I tell them this. I will never lie to you guys. So it's like I well, there's a team in our league that's not very good. I'll never tell you that they're good. However, mm-hmm. you know,
2: this is the, how they could beat us. This
0: is if they do this, they could beat us. We're better than they are, you know.
3: I'd always say if, if they don't take the team seriously, they're gonna get beat, regardless, whether the team is there's mediocre in our league, we or we wouldn't yeah. even have to take them seriously, and we yeah. I mean, we had one game where, I mean, we easily could beat this team 50, 60 points. And I mean, they, we go into halftime and they're literally within two or three points of us. And I'm like, guys, we told you at the beginning of the game, you're not taking it seriously and look where you're at now.
1: Right. (laughs) I know. I agree. I agree. We go it's we crazy go, we because, go football. I mean, trust the process on that. We just we focus on how we play. Because I mean, when you're bad, it's easy to do that. Cause we we, you know, there's a lot of games we're not gonna be in. And you know, yeah. I, I try to talk to them about hey, you know, are we playing the right way? Are we sharing the ball? Are you moving on defense? You
0: gotta make many games within the game, coach. Like, <laughs> can we win this? <laughs> let's go win this court. I'm telling you. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. one one big thing. Yeah. One big thing I'll do, like, in a situation like that, I'll say, okay, guys, let's get three stops and three good shots. And then let's just see where yeah. we – let's let's look at it from there. The, just break it down like The this. game is
0: many little games. Just like the game on the court is literally a two- or three-man game, the game within the game is so important. Like, I'll do this down the stretch, and I've said this on my podcast. It's like I'll come to a timeout, and they'll know what I mean. I'll go, stop, score, stop, we win. And they'll go. What do you mean? Well, we'll do this in practice. Stop. Score. Stop. Like just Mm -hmm. that, because they can put that in their little (laughs) brain at that age, the goldfish brain. Like, okay, all I gotta do is get a stop, and then a score, and then stop, and we win. I go, yes,
2: Yes. you know, or score. Stop. So much. So much more important than what half court offense. Yeah. Getting a score. Stop. Score. Weak track kills, which is three stops in a row. Like, there's certain years where that's, like, a huge thing for us. Yep. Um, like, coming out of a timeout, like, hey, let's get a kill right here.
1: Three I love stops. that. You just call it kill. I like that.
2: Yes. I, love I wish that. I could say I invented that. Didn't uh, I know. It. I'm
0: stealing that, though. I'm going to add that to my list, that, that spreadsheet I'm working on. Kill. You can even track
2: that. that through a game. Like, hey, guys, we didn't win this game because we had three kills in the whole game. Right.
0: And how many kills do you normally get in a high school game?
2: Yeah, we don't really, I don't really track them, like, for the whole game. And really, I don't even necessarily always track it. We just talk about it. Oh. <laughs> like the, uh, I uh, We have tracked it in the past, but that was my old school, long time ago, so I couldn't even tell you what it was. I, that'd be interesting. I might go back and watch that. That might be something to watch, too, as we're doing the other stuff. Because, I mean, I love the math concepts you were talking about earlier, Steve. Like, it is a game of math. Like, we shoot the ball pretty well and even when we're bad because and we beat a lot of people because we take good shots no matter what team I have. Like I'm we don't, don't turn the ball over anybody. and
0: shoot the ball well, you'll win most of your games. Like don't. turn the ball worst, over.
2: My worst shooting guard I've had well that was allowed to shoot at all. I might have had one or two that like just knew he couldn't shoot, like he would never have even shot one. My worst shooting guard led us in three-point shooting percentage because the only thing he would shoot was a perfectly set-up kick-out three, and he would still get one a game. Like, he would still get – like, he made, like, 24 threes on the season, and literally the only thing he was allowed to shoot was the rebound that got kicked right out to him, and he knew in- – and. Yeah. You got really good at it. No, I know. I, I'm telling you, like in my, I, pl- I went, I played
0: division three basketball and at it, it Lawrence and I'm like number nine in shooting percentage all time. And the only reason is because I only took shots that were good because that was my role. Like, I, I mean, I was a three year captain. I was like, I started a little bit. I was six man, but I knew like, I knew that I could only take good shots. Like, I'm working on if I wanted to play I could take good shots
2: yeah like one of the shooting things I'm working on right now is like sort of track a hundred shots and in, in our drills that we do that are pretty much so stationary drills so like and I wouldn't do necessarily hundred in a row but we have four or five drills a couple we do every day that are just getting reps they're really easy you're set you should be making a real high percentage and I'm gonna track those. And then I'm going to track – I'm going to make you do crazy shit to then catch the ball and shoot and show you just how hard it is to shoot off the run. So, like, instead of just catching and shooting from these five spots and rotating after so many, you have to run and touch a different sideline every single time. Or we'll do three-on-three, and I go, okay, guys, here's here's this first drill. It's going to be tough. You have to shoot the catch on the screen. So, like – this guy's going to set the pin down. It has to be a catch, shoot, three. And like they're shooting like fadeaway threes, like hard stuff. Like, first, it teaches them to actually use the screen, but then, like, we're just beating into them of like, you can't shoot hard shots and expect to win.
0: No. And it's like, I, I'm telling you right now, my son, I could put my son, he hasn't shot in a while, but he, he could shoot 60, 70% from three if I just put him on the machine and just stands there. Like, it's in an empty gym. There's no one defending him. It's like, that's what they think they're shooters too. It's like, how many of those shots do you get a game? Maybe, maybe one. <laughs> like that if you're, you're good.
2: It's hard. to Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. best shooter should be taking the hardest shots because he's going to have their best defender on him. He's not going to get, but like even my best shooter last year, he ended up the season over 40%, but he was shooting like 18% after six or seven games And I had, I just showed him film, like, let's look at these shots. I'm like, you had taken two hard ones in a row. So then you got this kick out three and you didn't want to shoot a third, three and three possessions. Right. So you drove and there. That's why you don't take those other ones. And right. And, uh, it's, that that's a huge number of game and like getting the kids to figure out, like you have to be able to shoot it at over 33% to even be a threat in the three point game. Right. Like, one kid's like, well, I was the third best shooter on the sophomore team. One, you guys won six games, all right, so you <laughs> weren't good. And two, you shot 22%. Like, that's not good. Like, right.
0: I could shoot 22% with my eyes closed from three probably if you put, point me toward the basket. It's like, I know.
2: But, like, that's, we've even gone to the point of, like, we, we do drills like four on three. Like the only thing we're taking is wide open threes. We'll track the shots in there. Like guys, Hey, in this drill, we shot 62% because year after year we shoot 60% on kickout threes to guys that are set up. Right. We shoot below 25% on everything else. And like, that's like this. So year you're running have- your offense to get those shots then. Yeah. We do a ton of spacing we'll throw in some dribble drive like you've seen some of my quick yeah. hitters they're all about spacing who did they leave kick out three and then, and then, then that's what there. i'm going to you coach you got to teach them to shoot
0: the like the youngsters because yeah then when they get to you you'll be able to do that
3: yeah right. right let me ask you all a question if you don't mind yeah go ahead do you all get ma- uh, do you all get mad at your players if they don't shoot the ball i, I get upset if my players are wide open. And they choose to either try to dribble or try to pass it off, and they're wide open and they
1: won't shoot. Yeah, because it took me six months to get my kids to shoot the ball when I first took this job because they had been so bad. None of them wanted to be the one because when they missed a shot, they felt like they were messing up. I'm like, guys, like, you got to, like, the name, I tell them this all the time. I said, what's the name of the game? and they say it's basketball. I said, so the, the idea is to put the ball in the basket. Like, it's not rebound <laughs> ball, it's not defense ball. Like, we're gonna, we We want to do those things and we're going to practice those things. But at the end of the day, we're trying to get the ball in the basket and you can't score if you don't shoot. Like, all you're going to do is turn it over. If you pass up a, a good shot, you're going to either end up with a bad shot or you're going to turn the ball over. And if you throw the ball to your grandmother in the third row, we got no shot, no chance to yeah. score. If you shoot yeah, you're, it in the basket, it might go in. And it took me six months to get them to do that.
2: Yeah, John. what Jonathan was just saying, my very first couple of years, that was – we had to get guys to shoot that because if we threw two more passes, it was going the other way. Right. Like, <laughs> that was advantage to us to actually shoot it. Maybe even it 20%. We had over a 50% chance – to get the rebound we had like a zero percent <laughs> chance to throw two or three more passes and get it i'm more i'm working on a lot of stuff now of like decision training on shooting like i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to steve to put on t tubes but like i was even listening to some guys talk about that today of like Everybody thinks they know how to coach the game of basketball. You talk to anybody that's ever played, they're like, well, if I could work with that guy, like, you know, he would be really good. It's not that easy. No. Like, we're trying to get stuff. We do a ton of advantage, disadvantage drills. So, like, we'll even do four offensive players against three defensive players and, like, trying to get them the reads of, like, why that was the shot. Like, yes, I was – somewhat open with the guy closing out on me but this guy right over here had nobody on him and i made that one more pass and like doing stuff i'll share right now what um i was actually working on i'm gonna make some changes to this but it's like a it's a pdf of our like kind of our shooting thing where it's like not only like prove it that you can shoot Easy shots, which but then it kind of goes through what we do. I'm going to go through a thing on T tubes about like how much time we do spend on shooting, because like I used to not do very much of it at all, but now I try to do a ton of shooting, even in our offensive and defensive drills. Like how can I work? I think this
0: COVID world. I think this is what this is something my coaches and I were talking about. It's like because my guys haven't really played together. They've been playing a little bit, but they haven't been playing together. I said, when we get them, we're all we're doing till we till November next year is shoot, 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 like and let them play. I'm gonna literally make them play together so they get used to like the stuff we were talking about. But the stuff you're doing with the shooting stuff is awesome. I already shared some of it with them. It's great.
2: I'm making some changes to the five ways because I was thinking about some stuff today. I were I was golfing with a guy a couple of years ago. It's a really good coach in Naperville, and he's like, he he doesn't coach anymore, but. He's like, yeah, we weren't very good last year. They still won like twenty four games, but he goes, we didn't have anybody shoot over forty percent. I was like, that's ridiculous, forty percent. And he's like, yeah, every year we have like couple two or three guys that shoot over forty percent from three. I'm like, what? But then I started to remember they were really good every year, but um, and my teams didn't really shoot the ball very well. But like, it's. Uh, like I think a lot goes into. It. I was just reading a guy talk about free throws the other day, and they were talking about a thing they're even doing in the NBA. Of this was like working one on one with guys. They would even have them like start practicing trying to make the ball on the left side of the rim, like we're going in on the left side, just not because um, that was what they how they would ever shoot or anything, but just the mental part of like changing something. Then he talked about um I remember it was Steve Nash or somebody who was a phenomenal free throw shooter used to change his routine every like 2 or 3 weeks because it kept he figured out that kept him mentally fresh to be able to like make the adjustments now I like that Most of us are talking to kids of like get one routine not like some crazy Well thing. I just yeah so part part of it is we
0: just want him to get a routine like
2: but like I've started even looking through some uh, stuff on like some like actual decision stuff. I'm gonna share this right now. This should work. Somebody check it out to make sure it does. And I've got a ton of more stuff. But like we'll start off practice with like this. I got it from a guy last year. We call decision making shooting. I'll draw this up real quick. Simple. It works, coach. It works. It adds a decision to the shot. So you can do this with more than three guys, but this guy has the ball and you have a guy here. He can throw it to either guy and he can close out on either guy. So if he throws it here and closes out, he makes the pass, shoots, he becomes the rebounder, All right? If he he throws it to this guy and closes out here, that's a catch and shoot oh i so like I that, that. No. what do you call that we call it two-on-one shooting so like if i throw it here and i close out here that's a catch and shoot and uh it's really simple we might do that for two minutes right after another drill like do something else like that like i'm real big on like hey are we in six guys i can do two groups of this really quick um there's some other ones in there like we do a bradley Beal drill every day which like is just for time which i think is good i like
0: the bradley Beal. i've done that too like i used
2: to do the like hey just shoot 10 shots and rotate That does nothing
0: does like, nothing yeah do you have like, the one you just
2: put on here is that on the sheet yeah it's on there it should be what do you call it Two on one shooting. I think it should be on there. Two-on-one. You know what? It might be at the very bottom in decision-making. I do a lot of three person shooting.
3: Yeah. It's two on two on one shooting. It's page 15.
2: Yeah. Let me share this real quick. so I can okay. go through these real quick, but like so simple. And you can have four guys and another guy. So if three shot the ball, you would just go right in behind four. So like if you're, you don't have to have exactly three guys. You can even have you can easily have two groups going in a rim. But I'll tell you what, when we did this, we became so good at making the extra pass. And I've like that's always been a thing I've talked about, of like guys, why not just throw that extra pass? And all of a sudden, like I have had, tracked that. We uh, got really good at that. Here was another one that I've just started. I took another drill that I've been doing and added this. So, like, it was read the closeout. So, like, if – like, we're just going dummy defense. This isn't real defense. But if, like, the closeout stops short, that was your signal to shoot. Or if he didn't come out at all, that was a catch and shoot. If he comes out to the left, you drive to the right. Like, that seems Mm -hmm. really obvious to us. But my kids constantly still just do their move. Like, they just catch, go right catch go left if they're a left hander. Um this was the one we always did before. This was like a Rick Torber. I think that's his name, isn't that the guy that he talked about this at a camp I was at of like the guy flies out, you shot fake. If he goes right, you go left, like that type of thing. And we used to do that and I added the other one. This was this is a basketball immersion thing. He actually has a huge packet he'll give you for free if you go to their website or sign up for their newsletter or whatever, and this is his big thing on decision-making. Yeah. So like if I pass it to you and leave my hands down, you like, shoot, I forget exactly what all these. Yeah.
0: I've used those too.
2: My coaches were like, this is so stupid. We shouldn't do this. And then I, then I'm listening to guys say, well, you have to add decision-making to improve shooting. And I'm like, hey, this would be a really simple one. It is.
0: I like the other one, the one the f- one you do on the whiteboard a little bit better for
2: decision-making yeah.
0: than this. This, It's a little gimmicky. It does work, yeah. but it's like really hand down. I got to make it. I get that decision. I get that. I don't know a better way to do it, which is part of the issue, but I agree. It's like...
2: Yeah. But like adding... And like we do these drill. We'll do like a drill for like two minutes. Right. Like that two-on-one shooting this is a great warm-up drill yeah like, we'll do something and then like we'll do we'll throw that in like going to we do a ton of like like this became our we, we had a great team against zone this year and i thought this was one of them we would just go four on three and while yeah it's really easy but it like all of a sudden started showing our guys what kind of shots we should get against the zone and. Like, like all in its approve it shooting drills, like we can sit there and track, we'll tell them like, hey, count how many makes you had at your basket, and we're going to do 25 possessions. So we would have a percentage of what they got. And we're like, guys, look, when we're shooting wide open shots, we're shooting 64%. When we're shooting threes off the dribble, um, we're shooting like 10%. But, like, even fun stuff, like this old UCLA shooting, a lot of people have done this forever. But, like, I I got this from somebody else. We add a half-court shot at the end, and the kids think it is the greatest freaking drill of all time.
0: <laughs> Whenever you let them do something stupid like yeah. that. Yes. they
2: will bust their ass in this stupid shooting drill just so they can make a half-court shot. And we'll, like, do push-ups on it. Some team will be drilling somebody. Lose the drill on a half court shot, and they are happy to do 10 push ups. I will say, we were getting, we had a kid getting interviewed for the NBC Chicago Player of the Week. And all you saw in the background was my kid shooting half court shots at practice for a 30 second clip. People are texting me like, What the hell? You guys are practicing half court shots at practice? I'm like, Hey, it's a fun drill. But here's that Bradley Beal drill we do like every day. And my kids get mad if we don't do this drill. So you have to make three from each of the five spots. And then you have to make one, you have to make five in a row, like starting at one all the way to five or starting at five all the way to one. My record's like 52 seconds. A kid missed his first two and made 20 in a row. Um, but you have to get it done in under two and a half minutes. Buzzer sounds at two and a half minutes, switch shooters in like five minutes and 10 seconds. We got up. 50 shots for two kids, like just getting, and it's like quick stuff. I love that. Another one we do all the time is three man, two ball shooting, but it's five minutes and you have to make as many as you can in three minutes. And like my best group. Okay. You guys have to get 71 today. And they're like, well, 72 is the record. I'm like, Hey, I didn't say it was going to be easy. Right. And then we even, I got this from a girls coach in Chicago We started adding stuff at the end because, you know, end of the season, it starts to get a little old. And like I said, hey, the last minute one person has to be designated as the rebounder. So, like, they have to pick who the worst shooter is (laughs) on the kids. (laughs) <laughs> it's
0: like Lord of the Flies, man. Who's gonna like survive? And
2: I've got a I had a kid that was a 42% shooter in varsity basketball rebounding because his teammates thought he they were better shooters than him. And they were <laughs> and uh and you know in another basket, they're like we all three equally are terrible. I don't know who we're gonna pick here, but um I think that's got some good stuff in it. I I'm love like, that. Steve, actually, you spoke at the clinic. I saw you at a clinic at uh <laughs> Uh, DuPage Community College, a long time ago. but This guy, I think he was from Newcastle, did this one, where it's just one man, one ball, and you have two minutes to make as many threes as you can. We usually change it to one minute. And we would even do this as like a um, – like when we were going to do uh, a walkthrough before we went and played in a game. Like we might play over Christmas. Right. Like you want to get guys kind of woke up, we would do that. <laughs> But it's it's hard, it's really hard because you don't get set and up. Record is twenty one for two minutes. Two minutes. That's, and I mean, that, my that. kid set that, hit like a three, throwing it over his head backwards, and never it made like four threes in his whole varsity career. Somehow set that. Up. <laughs> I
1: love it's this. Like, I'm gonna. I want me. you to
0: do a. Okay, got to get you to do a blog post for this. This is great yeah.
1: stuff.
2: But, like, here's the one we were going to do for, like, I'm going to make it as hard as possible. After every shot, you have to touch a line. And mm. I'm going to show you exactly how hard it is to run around like crazy and catch and shoot compared to kicking out. Because our whole program philosophy is we love kick out threes and we will make 60% of them every year. Even, like, that's – even in years where we were not that good, we thought if we just got – if like 12 of our 15 threes in a game were kick out threes, we were still going to make six or seven. And then you're in the game. you like, make your free throw. Yeah. And like this drill three in a row, great drill in the summer. Never would do this during the season. I had a kid get to like 400 in this drill, but it's, you just keep shooting until you miss three in a row. Right, it's a time
0: stars. issue with that one. I've yeah. had issues with that one. I've the kids never left the corner.
2: Like I was like golf. I was at camp with. We did this with an hour left to go, and I was like on the twelfth hole, and my assistant said, "Hey, so and so just won that drill with uh, four hundred and something." <laughs> and he did it because he wanted to beat his brother, and he had started over <laughs> at some point. And then they'll, like, go and do these on their own sometimes, even though, like, dude, I'm beating your score. And, like, yeah, like the Bradley Beal one, like, we kind of – I think it's uh, – what's the Neighbors guy that's a coach at Arkansas? Mike like,
0: Neighbors, the Arizona – Neighbors. Yeah, he's good. You
2: know, we kind of always called it shooting mania because that's what he called it. Yeah. They wanted to add competition to their shooting, and that's helped us a lot. But I think a lot of it goes into – and I'm doing some stuff on there, too, of, like, what goes into, like, getting your kids to actually take good shots. Like, it's I, we, were, we were supposed to play a really tough team in the second round of a Christmas tournament last year, and they were really good. But I'm sitting there scouting them. And I'm like, these guys are not going to win this game because they just refuse to take smart shots. Right. They could all shoot. They shot, like, 17% from three for the game. Even though they were one of the best team three point shooting teams in the tournament, because every shot they took was ridiculously right. It wasn't a good shot. I know,
0: I know. It's like it's like that green light, red light, yellow light kind of thing. It's like that's neighbors too. It's like you know who has the green light, who has the yellow light, who has the red light.
2: Um, Can I share one more thing real yeah, quick? For sure. The um, so like this was this was a tournament where I thought we played. We just moved the ball. Incredible! I'll be able to share this. And I've just got like one that I, like I'll clip stuff like this and just show them like guys, this is a highlight film of what we want to do. And like that drill, that drill, two on one shooting is why we did that because in the past we would have never done that. And like just we just we had four good shooters. Like hey, why take a hard one? Like that's there were like four shots mm-hmm. that the most other teams that I've had would have probably already taken at that point it's that extra pass if if you can if there's a way to put that in a bottle
0: <laughs> because the good ones do it like that's an extra pass that's the extra i mean you're not, you're not going to lose any games if you do that.
2: all four of those guys shot 40% from the three point line right but they knew they were open but
0: they really weren't open yeah like that's partly you though coach too cuz you you they know what open is
2: Now, these are the same guys as juniors that found a way to lose constantly. It's like, but we'll clip stuff like this. And then, but this kid with the ball right now, three, I had a clip of him of like, hey, this is why you're struggling and gave him like 10 shots in a row of just him. that were like awfully hard shots. And he's like, I got it. And he still did it sometimes, but not as much. Right. Showing them that stuff does
0: like. Like a lot of kids would have taken that corner shot there,
2: and I mean we we still did take some. Yeah, was,
0: they're they're kids; they're gonna do it. Yeah. They're probably gonna do it at the wrong time of the game, too. To be yeah. honest with you,
2: and like, and I hadn't even thought about it. We were playing one of those teams that was a Martin Luther King tournament, and the guys like, "Yeah, we've got no chance." I'm like, "What?" Well, he's like, "You guys pass the ball better than any team." we've played and like all of a sudden it just started to click to me i was like that is true like we are passing the ball and guys giving up a decent shot for a really good shot
0: constantly and that can be taught too that's the one thing that can be that you know like i can't teach you to shoot the three maybe in three months but i can teach you to make an extra pass or yeah, I, and I go
2: in half court offense. There's a ton of times in there where they had a job they were supposed to be doing after that pass, and they were reading the court and were like, Why even do that? Because he's going to throw it right back to me and I'm going to hit a three. Right? It was like, you guys just kind of keep passing it, do your thing. Those are three concepts we like to do on offense, right. Don't don't uh, worry about that cut necessarily because you guys are seeing the game better than my offense is set up to actually run.
0: <laughs> hey everybody, hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring